0: Stephen Curry makes you believe you can do anything. And the Curry 11 is specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. When you're not focused on your shoes, you're focused on your game. The Curry 11s are built with UA Warp Tech that makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet no matter what you do on the court. And with dual density UA flow cushioning and traction, you can stop in your tracks. The Curry 11 Future Curry is here. Do your thing. The McNugget Buddies are back. But this time, they got a fresh look as part of the new Curran Frost box at McDonald's. We're talking all new buddies, dressed head to toe in the freshest fits, all designed by the artist Curran Frost. So when you order the Curran Frost box with your choice of 10-piece McNuggets or a Big Mac, you'll get one of the flyest McNugget Buddies to go with it. Think you can
1: collect them all? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, while supplies last. The holidays are a time to feel and create joy. And what could be more joyous than the look on her face as she unwraps a stunning new jewelry piece from Blue Nile? How about getting 50% off your purchase? Blue Nile offers premium quality, priced below traditional retail. Their online experts are available 24-7 to answer any questions. And make sure you've picked the perfect gift. For a limited time, you can get 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's 50% off at BlueNile.com. What's up, folks? It's a little bonus forecast. Uh, We didn't foresee that we were going to record this episode before, I'm sorry, after... The Kings game, but that's going to be the case tonight. So I'm recording this here at uh, 5 o'clock before the game. And, you know, a lot of people have been treating this Kings matchup and the several that we have uh, moving forward like they're automatic wins. But, you know, De'Aaron Fox, you can look at the nine-game losing streak, but De'Aaron Fox has been hooping. Buddy Heald is a bucket, and Harrison Barnes has a personal axe to grind. So I think it would be very stupid of us. To overlook this team. Uh, I think that they're perfectly designed to be the type of team to upset us tonight. Uh, we need a good performance from KP. We need Luka to be on. And uh, I personally think it's going to end up being a very interesting, very tight game if they play any defense. And uh, we'll see. <laughs> and welcome back
0: to the Mavs Outsiders podcast. Uh, losers edition um that forecast was actually recorded by bibs hours before the game correct
2: yes i I wanted to make sure i had a forecast out there before before the game started
0: right 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 appreciate the dedication but uh maybe i should have brought you to vegas with me to the slots because you definitely (laughs) called it um you know what usually we don't do this uh, usually the way we do things We introduce, you know Ourselves, obviously I am Maurice Williams, aka Mon DeVries. this is Michael Bibbins, aka Bibbs, we are The Mavs Outsiders, this is the Mavs Outsiders podcast, we are Mavs fans, which is unfortunate Tonight, after a <sighs> Frustrating loss To the Sacramento Kings at home No less, 121 To 107 how you feeling tonight, brother?
2: Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you heard it in the forecast. Uh, I can't say I'm surprised. I'm not after this week. I'm honestly not. But disappointed
0: feels like an understatement, too. It does. I just couldn't find another word to describe how I feel right now. Uh, usually, the way we do things, we do our weekly recap, and we start from the beginning to the end. But considering we just did this after... This game played by the Kings, not the Mavericks. Um, we're going to go right into the instant reactions and then we'll transition into the weekly recap to start from beginning to end. So, as I said, Sacramento Kings beat our Dallas Mavericks at home. 121 uh, to 107. The Aaron Fox uh, hooped on us like... Someone on the Mavericks slept with his girlfriend. Harrison Barnes hooped on us. Like someone on the Mavericks slept with his girlfriend. Uh Terrence Davis hooped on us like Rick Carlisle fucked his mom. Um Hassan Whiteside. You know what? They just hooped on us. Uh people that shouldn't <laughs> have hooped on us hooped on us. Terrence Davis. Shout out to Harrison Barnes. I still love Harrison Barnes. Obviously, he's doing very good at his role in Sacramento. Wish we yep. could have traded for him, but we didn't. But Hassan Whiteside, 12 and 10 in 18 minutes. I wish we could get production like that from a big. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? Let me drink some of this bold ginger ale. Uh, Bibbs, what, what did you think about this game?
2: That bold ginger ale might be crispier than McDonald's Sprite. Um... It is. It is. It,
0: <laughs> it, I literally, like, poured it in the cup. And it was like somebody put pepper
2: up my nose. Yeah, them things. That's that's not a joke right there. So that's how I know you feel some type of way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you you hit it on the head. Like again, I, I felt like this Kings team was perfectly designed to beat us because we are soft, and they had a few guys on that roster that played very hard. You know what? That's not a terrible pause. Um, that, that didn't sound that bad they play a very uh, now i'm thinking about it uh terrence davis is not played he's not playing around um he's another one of these guys that believed in himself enough to turn down being drafted and then had it work out <laughs> like he literally said don't draft me because i'm not signing a two-way contract and then got a three-year deal by dominating the summer league. Like this, that's the type of guy we were dealing with tonight. Terrence and Davis that's... sucks. <laughs>
0: oh, um, hey. Look, let's keep it a 100. <clears throat> Terrence Davis sucks. He plays hard. You know what? That's more than I can say for the players on our team. So and and that's
1: why he
2: was successful. <laughs> he wanted it more than we wanted it tonight. Much more. Nine that for was... 12, five for five and three. Jesus Christ. And he got fouled several times. He was plus 18 on the night, by the way. Um, He got fouled several times on some of his drives and didn't get any calls. But, you know, <laughs> who cares about what Terrence Davis did, right? Uh I will say this. It was interesting to see Fox and Luca both get fouled and slightly complain. And to see... Luca get to the point of getting a tech where Fox just adjusted his game and started hitting pull up jumpers instead of going all the way to the rim. Crazy, right? Um (laughs) I mean I love Fox. That's that's not I mean Fox
0: also had the luxury of players on his team stepping up. So
2: And you know what's crazy? Dorian Finney Smith went stupid.
0: Well, I mean shit, you leave a motherfucker open. Hopefully he can hit some shots. Six for eight, eight for
2: three.
0: That's not normal. <laughs> Last time we shot like that, we won the game.
2: I have to say something that I, I don't I, I never wish to say this out loud. Maxi Cleaver has been ass. And COVID or no COVID, I I I don't something needs to change there.
0: It's a sad day. I was actually when I was on my way home. I joined uh, Kirk Candison's locker room at. Okay. Uh, his locker room.
2: I like how we only join it when the other one's not there. But all right, Christine.
0: Really? That's crazy. I've been uh, in there the
2: past few. <laughs> this only
0: my second time in there though. I know. I, I, I listen, would... but I don't usually request. Gotcha. To... Yeah, anyway, um, I told him I had literally just got off the, <laughs> the out of the room when I pulled up home. And uh, he said that he think he tweeted at you, but it's probably time to, b- to bring down the the words book. The word fuck. The, uh...
2: <laughs> Say it with a V. Say it with a V. <laughs>
0: My accent is not.
2: uh <clears throat> divert. Oh, diver- that's <laughs> not gonna help. It's the you that, that's the problem. All right.
0: it's, the... <laughs> it's the you. Uh...
2: Verse, ber- fuck it. Maxie's wall.
0: Uh, <laughs> probably time to bring down Maxie's wall. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad we're able to laugh after mm-hmm. this week. Um, it's time to bring down Maxie's wall and put up Luka's.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, Maxi you know, I would...
0: has more block. I mean, Luka has more blocks than Maxie. This. Yeah, time.
2: somebody somebody pointed that out. I have to look at the. Uh... Because it's close, I gotta look at the the averages because we know Maxi missed like fifteen games or something crazy. True. Um, but yeah, the Lube the Ljubljana Montana or the Montana de Ljubljana uh, might be might be the next way. You know, I might need to Your slide up on. What Ljubljana is where Luca is from. Not gonna try to pronounce that out. And the is Spanish for mountain. So they were trying to call my man the Matador. That's terrible. Which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And there's still people that try to do it. I don't, that's, I don't. That's garbage. Especially not when he's probably looking like our best defender right. I'm sorry. I can't even. <laughs> Luca might be our best defender right now. Like that's fucking that's sad. sad. Terrible. Sad.
0: I told Kirk, I said, I would rather watch Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan at their current ages in a 60-minute Iron Man match where the only move they can do is a super kick as opposed to watching the Mavs play defense. Man, I I, I don't even... And if you want to know how bad that (coughs) is, Hulk Hogan can barely walk, let alone lift his leg up for a super kick.
2: Oh, you meant like current Yes, they're current
0: ages. <laughs> Not prime. Current
2: ages. Oh, man. You know what I just realized, too? This is live. Uh, I just realized Maxi did get a block. <clears throat> uh, so I'm going to add that bitch to the wall. Man. But the wall is probably getting retired after Fuck this. Fuck that wall. <laughs> and you know what?
0: While I'm drinking this bowl ginger ale, I'm feeling kind of bold. Fuck this team, man. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I told, I put it on Twitter. that I will no longer tweet about the Mavericks unless it's during a game. I'm promoting slash talking about our podcast or there was something else that I can't remember.
2: I'm going to keep I, it a stack. I accidentally was cheering for the Kings at one point in this game. Why? Like, they did something, like, the Mavs were in the middle of trying to come back. I think Dorian Finney-Smith, it was the play where Dorian Finney-Smith started dribbling and somebody came from behind him and stole the ball. And I I caught myself, like, clapping in that moment, like, oh, shit. Because it was the smart play, like, you can't let that dude dribble. So I just started clapping, like, yeah, don't don't allow that. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I'm not supposed to be happy about that.
0: I was in Las Vegas on vacation. I took a laptop, a microphone, and other stuff in order to record a Mavs podcast, and this is how they reward me? I said we had a chance to go three and one, or maybe undefeated for the week. I said that. (laughs) I said that live for people to hear, and you agreed with me, so don't, don't What? Laugh. What? You agreed with oh, me. Uh, that's false. Yeah, you agree with me. I, I said anything is possible
1: <laughs> with this <Yeah>. team. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I said that, and my co-host agreed with me. That's what you need to feel better. This is how they reward me. By not only starting last week with a loss and ending it with one, but starting this week with a loss as well. And since we're on the topic, let's start about the first loss we took last week.
2: You know the the the, the bad thing about it, or the thing about it, it, it that wasn't even a bad loss. It wasn't the, the first one. The first one wasn't a bad loss. It's a good game. Luka and KP both played well we just didn't finish and the rose now
0: uh i'm gonna get this
2: out of the way considering the fact that i was in
0: vegas for the first two games i didn't watch them fully but i went back and watched 30 minute recaps on the nba league pass app no if you're listening to this you cannot hold it do not dm me uh yes the san antonio spurs from the looks of it when i watched the 30 minute recap that uh NBA League Pass gives, uh, please sponsor us. Um, It wasn't a bad loss, but I was still upset that we lost because we're better than the Spurs, but a team coached by Greg Popovich can get a win against any team in the league on any night, so I wasn't as upset at this loss as I was against the last three that we took. The last... The last two, but if you ask me, there's a third loss in there that we'll get to when we talk about it. But uh yeah, I I felt like this game I it wasn't gonna be easy, but I felt we should have won. Uh we both had Luca and Porzingis show up, which you know, isn't something that's always gonna happen. But who else showed up? exactly if we get any of the other role players to show up we win that game we lost by two Josh Richardson gave us seven and 14 definitely don't get that often what did we get from anyone else and yes I understand Maxi didn't play JJ wasn't ready yet but hell sometimes Maxi's bad. he gets we give him we get zero points from him in 29 minutes so it really doesn't matter Tim Hardaway, who has consistently been stepping up for us, and I'm not going to rag on him because he has been, but he gave us nothing this game. Zero for five. Bro, you're one of the most notorious chuckers I've ever seen. And you chose this game to shoot five shots while Jalen Brunson went four for fifteen. no this wasn't a necessarily bad loss because it was close but when you look at the fact that our role players once again did not step up it's bad because it was easily winnable
2: and it shows it's funny because i think people were just starting to praise brunson and then he came out and had a trash game <laughs> Like, he's been getting a lot of love in the, like, national media and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, I I enjoy him as a basketball player. I think he's going to get his monies when the time comes. But, uh, but yeah, uh, when we needed it, it wasn't there for us. So. Anything else on that game or would you
0: like to move on to the next loss?
2: Let's let's keep it moving. Let's, let's keep this bitch rolling. Uh let's
0: move on to the loss that I wasn't upset about because I fully expected us to lose this game and if we did win, I would have been happy. The Philadelphia 76ers came into Dallas and beat us one thirteen to ninety-five. Embarrassing? Yes. Surprised? No. Especially considering to the other teams we lost this week, lost to this week. Which, you know, we'll get into. But also considering the fact that Joel Embiid single handedly destroyed us. With thirty six points, Furkan Korkmaz. You know am the cork. You know what? Furcon Korkmaz gave us twenty. Furkan Korkmaz gave us twenty. Dejounte Murray gave us twenty five. Looked like a Premier League point guard, and Dejounte Murray is very good, but he is not known for his <laughs> scoring. There's a trend here. This week, we played terrible defense. Yeah. Terrible defense. Players who should not have scored as much. You know what? We're going to get into it. I don't want to jump the gun. We lost to the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid ate us alive. Furkan Korkmaz had a night on us when he shouldn't have.
2: (laughs) I don't have a lot to say about this game. I'm I'm going to say uh, I expected a loss. KP sat out this game, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, KP sat out or was held out, I'll say. I I can't say sat out. He was held out of the game. Um, So it was a scheduled loss. Uh, Luca usually struggles against Ben Simmons. So I will say it was good to see him get 32 points, but still just four assists, four turnovers. So they still, the 76ers have a perfectly designed team to contain Luca, a lot of length, a lot of active defenders a big body on the inside. Um, And then the guy who's guarding them is just as big as him. So, I mean, they're, like I said, they're perfectly constructed to give Luca problems right now. So uh, good to see him battle through it, but, you know, we had no chance against that team and it showed. Especially with no KP. Right. And I would have loved to seen KP against the 76ers, but the team knows what they're doing by hiding them against certain people. That's okay. (sighs) <sighs> shall we move on
0: <laughs> the next game the win quote unquote <coughs> against the Memphis Grizzlies 114 to 113 <laughs> I'm sorry this was a loss this, this was a loss well, not- under- technically like you know it's a win but it's a loss Speaking of players who should not be going off against us the way they are, the the, the guy from iCarly put up twenty three points on us. No, <laughs> and and I'm I, I'm a Duke fan. Uh, I hate Grayson Allen, but it's no reason Grayson Allen should be putting up twenty three points on us, bro. Understanding his fixed threes. I don't know what it is about the Mavericks this week not being able to defend the three. Uh maybe it's COVID. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> this the Grizzlies literally had us this game, and if it were not for God looking down on his son, White Jesus, we would have lost this game and we would not have won a single game this week. And I did not after the shot, obviously, I was like, "Oh my god, Luca's amazing!" Then I was like, "Bro, there's no reason this should have even came down to that in the first place." Yeah, literally, only two people on the team. Luca had 29 KP, had 21. Everyone else, afterthought,
2: not quite everyone else. Dwight Powell. It wasn't just vibes in this game. <laughs> 12. White Powell had 12 and 8. Yes. Oh, in 15 minutes. 15 six minutes. for seven from the field. He missed one shot. Two offensive
0: rebounds. And considering the Grizzlies really don't have any bigs, this is what, you know what,
1: Jonas. don't have any
0: either. So. Jonas gave us 19 and 16. Yeah, one big.
2: <laughs> Shall I play my reaction to the shot? Because this is pretty much going to sum up
0: how I feel about this game yeah let's 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 end it off with that please give us your uh your reaction to the
1: shot out Memphis by two, 1. 8 remaining.
2: i know we're not doing the same goofy ass play oh shit was that three was that three There's no way. There's no way that was a three. I'm pretty sure he was across the line. No. No way. There's no way. Yeah, Mark looking kind of rough. Nah, I gotta see that. I gotta see that.
1: Well, in and of itself. Let's see, was he behind the line? Let's see if he got it off in time.
2: Oh, <gasps> Holy oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> what the fuck, bitch? What a shot. Oh, my God. I hate this team. I swear to God, I hate this team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I love Luka, but I hate this team we didn't deserve that game Luka deserved the fuck out of the game but this team didn't deserve that win oh boy alright um I don't even know how to react to that that's wow
1: yeah that's
2: oh my god that's heartbreaking for Memphis and these fans Oh lord. they called it a two, or they called it no good. I'm not sure what on the floor they called, but
1: they said that the the replay overturned. You clearly see, got it off in time, and that it was a three. KP
2: got to give Luca his game check tonight. I don't care. Oh man. All right, let me turn this shit off.
0: <laughs> they did not deserve to win that game. And I feel for Grizzlies fans, because if that was us on the other end, I'd be hurt. And there was um, someone and Grizzlies fandom on Twitter. Can't remember your Twitter handle. I'm sorry. I don't even remember exactly what he said for a baby. <coughs> but he said something along the lines of Luka hit a lucky shot. The Grizzlies outplayed the Mavericks that game, and they got lucky. And I retweeted it to my timeline and said, I agree with him, because he's absolutely correct. Yep. All of them should give Luka that game check.
2: But we lost the game. We lost the, the game. The record doesn't show that, but we lost that game. I don't care what anyone says. We did not win a game
0: this week. If it were not for one of the luckiest shots I've ever seen motherfucker hit a floater from the three point line. We would be winless this week and we would been on, be on a six game losing streak. Yeah. Six game <clears throat> losing streak. Because obviously after this game, uh it continued. Because there were no uh lucky floaters from the three point line against the New York Knicks. As we lost 117 to 109. And Julius Randle going nuclear on us. R.J. Barrett putting up 24-8 and eight on us. Every time I watched the game, the dude was finishing at the basket. We couldn't stop a microwave with a hammer. Thoughts on the game, Bibbs. <sighs>
2: Yeah, Julius Randle 44, 10 and 7. Um, Derek Rose 15 and 5 off the bench. The uh they bullied us. They they bullied us, they out-physicaled us, they out passioned us, and that is becoming a new theme for this team. I mentioned it in the Kings game as well. We are soft. Where have we heard that before?
0: Which
2: is a question. No, we're just not we're not a physical team. We don't have anybody that can but besides Luca, which again, Luca has to do everything on this team apparently. Like he's even had to fix his three point shooting because nobody can hit a fucking three. Um yeah, like the whole team is is, is trash, soft, weak. KP tried to be tough, but it, it wasn't really working for me in the the Kings game. But this this Knicks game bully like teams are just walking in slapping their meat on our chin and we're just accepting okay okay um you ever watch a show and like the little scrawny dude goes to prison and he goes in the cell and the cell and he tries to get on the the bottom bump and the cellmates like nah top bunk." matter of fact give me them shoes
0: no nah, you ever seen uh Episode of the Boondocks, the health inspector. It's been a while, but Tom has a nightmare about going to prison and he drops the
1: soap. <laughs> oh
2: man, that's the yeah, that's that's the Mavs. Mm-hmm.
0: The Mavs are consistently dropping the soap on defense and getting fucked. No KY, no condom. Straight rug burn dick up the
2: ass. <laughs> My 10 comment was too much. All right. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean teams have to realize that they can get to the rim pretty much whenever they want on us at this point. And the Kings did it perfectly. Um attack the basket, attack the basket, attack the basket, kick out three, pull up three attack the basket kick out three like they they mixed it up perfectly uh whenever we started realizing they were going to the rim at will and started packing the paint they would just pull up and hit the three whenever we start trying to get out to the three-point shooters eat, lay
0: but hey you know i was wa- i was thinking this while watching the knicks and kings game uh Dearn fox went off on us julius Randle went off on us Can we get some adjustments late in the game? Uh, Some defensive schemes, you know, double teams, traps, things of that such. Uh, Some blitzes just to get the ball out of the player's hands who's single-handedly destroying us? Because we don't have a stopper on a team
2: that's not Dorian Vinnie Smith, and God, it's not Josh Richardson. Our defense is very reactionary. Like, we don't dictate anything with our defense. Our defense is... Oh, this guy's over here, let me go run over there. This guy's over here, let me go run over there. Like it's not we're not anticipating anything where we're reacting to everything. We're not directing a guy where to go, we're following him. And we're basically just kind of hoping for the best in those scenarios.
0: You can take those defensive ratings. Those top 10 defensive ratings that the Mavs had not too long ago. <laughs> Shine them up real good. Turn them some bitches sideways and stick it straight up, y'all candy asses. I don't want to hear shit about stats again or analytics. I keep telling y'all that don't mean shit. And this week has proved it. The Dallas Mavericks are not a good defensive team. I said it on Twitter we are probably the worst team currently in the Western Conference playoffs. And the fact that we will have to play in a
2: play-in with other teams. You might be getting ahead of yourself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Are we going to make the play-in at this point? I mean, Are we sure? You hey,
0: well, <laughs> You know what? I'm thinking it's, it's way too improbable for us to fall out of the play-in position because we'd have to
2: fall below the ninth seed I got to look at it to make sure it's not possible. But the fact that Portland is basically
0: handing the seed to us. They're trying. On a silver platter. And when I say a silver platter, I mean, Alfred, here's your coffee, Mr. Wayne, silver platter. And we're just smacking the plate out of Alfred's hands like, oh my God, I've hated you all my life. Stop giving me shit. Like, bro, they're losing. They're choking. And so are we. We had the easiest week I think we have had all season.
2: Besides, yeah, besides the 76ers game.
0: (laughs) Every other game should have been, maybe the Spurs shouldn't have been a gimme, but we should have won. Right. We had and even after we lost to the Spurs and Sixers, I was like, okay, cool. But we got it. the Grizzlies, the Knicks, and the Kings coming up. We'll be fine. Mm. I was wrong. Mm. I was wrong. I was gravely wrong. This team ain't got no heart.
2: I thought worst case scenario might be three. I'm not worst case, but I thought, you know, expectations three and two of this week. Like, lose to the 76ers. Lose to one of the Spurs and Grizzlies would be acceptable, but we went one and four.
0: And in my opinion, we went 0 and five.
2: On the records, on the on the stat sheet, we went one and four, but we yeah, we really went 0 and five. We lost. I think I, I went and checked the 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 tra- the game tracker from that game. And um <clears throat> I think we led most of the first quarter, and then they led pretty much the rest of the game after that until that final shot
0: i'm tired of seeing and you know what we're going to transition out of the weekly recap the fact that like i said portland is losing and portland has still a tough schedule coming up we literally have a chance to get the fifth seed and we're we're choking it away
2: we We had a shot at the fifth seed
0: (laughs) we had a shot at the fifth seed because y'all can keep saying, oh, we still got a shot at the fifth seed because we doubled back-to-back with the Lakers, bro. LeBron and AD don't even have to play at this point. I'm still not sure we're going to win.
2: <laughs> nah. Uh, it, we're perfectly set up for Drummond to have Destroy a game against us.
0: Destroy us. And Kenny is going to go insane on Twitter if Drummond destroys this hit That's
2: like the worst
0: nightmare for most of Mavs Twitter right now. That is the worst nightmare for most of Mavs Twitter. If Drummond goes back-to-back back and has, like, 25 and 15, they won't be able... Kenny might explode from excitement. <laughs> he literally might, like... His, his Twitter account might get blocked for tweeting too much.
2: He's gonna definitely going to get blocked by, like, 500 people. Like, in, before the game ends. 500 more people, cause Cause they're, sure not, 500 they're, people they're not they're not going to want to see it to uh, uh man um but you know ad is a rumor to be expected back a thursday
0: uh, uh, oh we're definitely going to lose so, they don't even need lebron
2: if ad and drummond are both playing like oh uh, curtains <laughs> curtains Ugh. curtains is over with <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Um, I'm tired of y'all posting, oh, well, the Mavs have the easiest schedule for one of the easiest schedules for the rest of the season. Well, we had an easy schedule. I'm pretty sure we had the easiest schedule this week out of any team in the NBA. And we still went on paper one and four.
2: Are we, are we going to go into our, our scenario, our situation here with the, the playoffs?
0: Let's do it. I'm pretty sure you have it pulled
2: up. Yeah, I just is. pulled it up. I was looking yeah. at it. So after this dumbass week where we are supposed to pass the Blazers, according to most, uh, we are now sitting at two games behind the Blazers, somehow, and we are a half game up on the Grizzlies. We are two and a half games up on the Warriors and Spurs. And for those of you who are dreamers out there, we are four and a half games behind the Lakers for the five seed. So as it stands, (laughs) uh, where do you expect us to end up landing here? The eighth seed. So you expect one of the Memphis and Golden State to pass us? Yes. Do you expect Portland to end up behind us? No. So I think Portland holds on. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: I do not, under any circumstances, want to see Steph Curry in a playoff situation. <laughs> I, I don't. And if we end up as an eighth seed, you know what? People used to say, oh, if we end up as an eighth seed, I wouldn't mind saying the Utah Jazz in the first round. You're an idiot. You're an idiot.
2: You said used to. I saw it as recently as yesterday. So. Okay,
0: um whoever said this yesterday, you're an idiot. I promise you. The Utah Jazz are for real. I don't care how racist their fans are. At least their <laughs> team is winning.
2: I mean, never mind. I won't go there on this podcast. Uh yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all have that one.
0: Imagine how terrible it must feel as a Mavericks fan. If I went to Utah to a game where the Dallas Mavericks played the Utah Jazz, and not only are my Mavericks getting pumped, but I'm getting called the nigger while it's
2: happening, <laughs> you know what's funny? I had a uh, plan to go to a road game against whoever we play against. And that's so that's a very realistic scenario for me. <laughs> uh man, <clears throat> yeah, I um, I I do. The Blazers situation is interesting. I think we still could end up passing them just because their schedule is that crazy, but. I think, I can't remember when I said it, but I said like these next 10 games are going to kind of decide because I feel like they're still kind of filling out their rotations with getting Nurk back and adding Powell and getting McCollum back in. Uh, They're resting Dame right now. He's dealing with some some dings from carrying the team all year. Um, So I think these next five, six or so games are when we would have to pass them because after that, I feel like they're going to close the season pretty strong. Um, and we would need to hold them off at that point. But if we're not past them in this next five, six game stretch, then yeah, we're not going to pass them. Then you have the Grizzlies who seem to be taking basketball seriously. Um, I have not checked in on the Jaron Jackson situation, so I'm not sure when or if he's coming back. Um, but uh, they're a half a game behind us. Oh, uh, he's listed as doubtful for tomorrow, so that means he must be coming back soon. Um, yeah, this is the first time he's been listed as doubtful. So he's probably up within a week or so of returning. So Jaron Jackson's coming back. He hasn't played all season. Don't care about him having to get back, his legs back under him. That's going to be, that's going to make them better. Uh, you mentioned is being the only big for them. They add Jaron Jackson. Now they have two bigs that are respectable. Um, so the Grizzlies are there. Then Steph is going stupid right now. They're climbing There's a very real possibility of us Not just falling to eighth but falling to ninth With the way we look There's no such thing as an easy game for this team That easy schedule bullshit is out the window
0: I just I'm looking at the standards And if the Knicks have our pick but if the Knicks didn't have our pick I would not want us in the playoffs because there isn't (laughs) a single team above us that I would like to play no I don't trust us against anyone not Utah definitely not Phoenix definitely not LA definitely not Denver I don't care you know what Definitely not Denver Even without Jamal Murray <laughs> Jamal Murray has suffered a um, Torn ACL I believe correct Yeah yeah uh, He's going to be out for the rest of the season Prayer is up to him that sucks Because Denver is having a great season And I'm pretty sure they can use him But something the Denver Nuggets Has done that the Dallas Mavericks have not done Is accumulate talent and Devlin is probably the deepest team in the NBA. So now they have Monte Morris stepping up at point guard. They're also signing, excuse me, Austin Rivers. Monte Morris is arguably the best backup point guard in the NBA.
2: Mm. P.J. Dozier is another guy you can't sleep on as uh, a guy that's getting more minutes right now. Uh, a long defensive type guy who can also get to the basket and hit shots. He, I feel like him getting more minutes is a good thing for Denver. Uh, if you recall, I think he had some big plays or big stretches for them in the run last year in the playoffs. He did, he did. So, I think Murray, obviously, he's a guy that can can take off and score 50 by accident in a playoff game, but. You have Jokic. Added more defensive long guys around them that can hit shots. Uh, I still think they're dangerous.
0: So if you're thinking, if you're on Mavs Twitter thinking, oh wow, they lost Jamal Murray, they're gonna drop. They could lose the next <laughs> eight games in a row, and we will not catch them. I don't know if that's a st- statistical fact. I'm just saying. We suck yeah. that bad. Uh,
2: let me see. Eight games technically, eight losses technically translates to four on the, yeah, we we would not pass them if they, if you gave them just eight losses right now, they would still have a better record than us. See? Percentage. So wise. it was a statistical fact
0: that I was only joking. You know why? Because this team's a joke right now.
2: <sighs> yeah, that, that dream is gone, uh, you know, coming into the season. You know, if you recall on my podcast, I brought all the podcasters on and we talked about our expectations and dreams and hopes for the season. Yes. And everybody said, 4C, 5C, 4C, 5C, get to the second round, or have a good series in the first round, bare minimum. That shit is done. Done. That's not happening.
0: That's not happening. Um, I was past that about three months ago, maybe two. I can't really say three because the season started in December. I'll say a month or two ago. Covid, Yeah, I was already past
2: that. So did you? We all, who we are. Did you accept to any degree the the COVID excuse? No. Um, I was kind of willing to say let's let it play out to see not the fact that how far Cuban took, you know, saying other teams are going to get COVID, but just to see our team get back everybody healthy and see what we were and i we are there and i don't see anything that impresses me
0: uh i didn't accept the covet excuse uh i thought it was bullshit. um speaking of bullshit, coming from mark cuban let's talk about these play-in comments from Mark cuban <laughs> how about that uh
2: segue got back
0: i'm back mark cuban stated and i quote NBA playoffs play-in tournament is an enormous mistake. Now, he had, uh, I saw, I was looking for like the long exact quote but I kept getting different things in different articles. I did see that, you know, he said, in hindsight, it was a bad idea. Which he, <laughs> which means he's admitting to the fact that he voted for it. Now, let me preface what I'm about to say by giving my opinion I think the play-in tournament is a great idea but I think the play-in tournament that was presented in the bubble is a great idea mm. I do not think the play-in tournament presented this year is a great idea I do not think it's fair that the seventh seed whether it's the Mavericks the Grizzlies the Blazers or the Warriors should have to play in a play-in tournament to get into the playoffs you're the seventh seed, you did what you have to do to get your spot. The play-in tournament should only be for the eighth seed and the ninth and maybe tenth seed, depending on how many games behind the eighth seed they are. That's how it was in a play-in tournament. If the eighth seed is okay, we play 72 games this year. If the eighth seed is 42 and 30, and the ninth seed is 30 and 42, which is not going to happen in the West, more likely to happen in the East, but still, that should not warrant a play-in tournament. That should be a solidified playoff spot for the AFC. So, I will say that. But, Mark Cuban's comments came from a place of, oh, damn, my team sucks. This was a bad idea.
2: (laughs) How I this 2020 when it's messing your life up, right? Facts. <clears throat> and the
0: uh, fact that I know his comments came from the fact that his team sucks, it's because he said this year specifically, and of course he chalked it up to COVID again, that it should have been 1 through 16 with a play in tournament. So you're not upset that there's a play in tournament to begin with. You're upset with the fact that. The way the standings are with the play-in tournament and the fact that your team is going to be in it. If the Dallas Mavericks were not in risk, and I say risk because play-in tournament is risky. The Dallas Mavericks were not at risk of being in a play-in tournament right now. We have would have never heard these comments from Mark Cuban. And granted, I don't mind the comments coming from Luka. Luka plays hard 98% of every game. Luca plays his heart out. And if he plays his heart out to get his team to the 7th seed because no one else shows up and then he has to play a tournament just to get in, understand him being upset. Mark Cuban, I don't give a shit what you have to say about the play-in tournament. You voted for it. Accept it. Don't switch it up because your team that you own and have run terribly for the last four, few years to a decade may not make the playoffs because they're a 7th seed and they played like trash and you have not put any talent on this team because they'll play in a play-in tournament and probably get knocked out by Steph Curry because he's playing like he's Goku right now. I don't want to hear comments from you about a play-in tournament. Have your team play with some heart and passion so we don't have to worry about a goddamn play-in
2: tournament. So a lot of people made the point that they felt Mark was trying to Take Luca's back because Luca said it was stupid. But if you really want to read into that, the fact that Mark voted for it and Luca said it's stupid, it's a, just another chip against the front office and management that they're making Luca's life difficult. Mark Cuban didn't have to vote for it. It probably it still would have passed. But if it wasn't on the record that he was, it was unanimous and he voted for it, he wouldn't have to defend that and come out and make a statement and say, you know, in hindsight, it was stupid. Yeah, it's in, in hindsight, it was stupid because you didn't, for some reason, you didn't foresee the idea of your team being in that position. Now they're in that position and you're panicking because your star is pissed, rightfully so. Luca's out there, like you said, laying it on the line Every night, for what? For nothing. It's it's legitimately sad.
0: To be in a playing tournament because maybe, just maybe, if the highest played play on the team was more consistent, and I, I hate to do this because KP had a great week the week before, talked about it on the last part, gave him Unsung Hero of the Week but dude, you're getting paid too much money to be shooting three for 14 against the Sacramento Kings.
2: Sacramento Kings with no Rajon Holmes. Um, supposedly he's supposed to be able to, the guy to play white side off the court. <laughs>
0: laughable. Oh, God. A laughable performance to say the absolute least. Uh, laughable is probably the word I would use to sum up this week. And I really, I really hate coming on here being negative. But I'm gonna keep it real. I'm not Nick Angst. I'm not these people on Mavs Twitter who who come on who come on and tweet like, oh, it isn't that bad. or oh, we aren't even supposed to be here right now. We're out of the curve, guys. Just give it some time. Uh oh, it's okay. The front office knows what they're doing. We're gonna get it together. We're just wrestling for the playoffs. Dude, kiss my whole ass, bro. I don't wanna hear none
2: of that. None of it. <laughs> Man, um Yeah, I, I there was a whole thing about Skin Wade saying, like he went on his podcast and talked about these podcasters and bloggers that want to be negative and in the negativity. I saw that. What what is there to be po-
0: <sighs> Find I, one thing to be positive. You know what? I won't even say that because they can find
2: something. I yeah, find I mean, uh, obviously, we're we're happy to have Luka Doncic on our roster.
0: I'm sick and tired but, of people being satisfied with being good enough.
2: Yeah. It's uh, I mean, I put the analogy out there earlier. We and it's I said it about Rick Carlisle, but it's really the analogy for the whole team. Like if you can't be disappointed by what you're getting from this team, it's just cause you're accepting being in an abusive relationship, like we said before. You're accepting, you know what, she gives me enough. And what else am I gonna like the Rick Carlisle, the Donny stuff, like oh how, who are you gonna replace him with? You're, you're accepting something that you know is not working for you because you don't you're too scared of what's out there how how long do we have to deal with this before you can get upset i don't i don't i don't understand this the the, the mindset behind not being able to be upset about you know anything what?
0: you know what i don't think fans understand how much power they truly have Bulls fans campaigned for years on Twitter and social media to get Garb Foreman, whatever the fuck his name is, and John Paxson out of the front office, and what happened? Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm gonna use a wrestling analogy here, and I need y'all to bear with me. (laughs) Between the years 2013 and 2014, in the WWE, one of the hottest wrestlers on the planet was Daniel Bryan extremely popular the yes chant was everywhere from soccer aka football to American football to basketball was everywhere WWE didn't want to make Daniel Bryan pop the guy the face of the company because it's not who they wanted it's who the fans wanted. Every year there's a match called the Royal Rumble. Whoever wins the Royal Rumble goes on to WrestleMania to compete for the World Championship. Daniel Bryan wasn't even in the Royal Rumble. The num there's thirty superstars in the Royal Rumble. Number thirty came. They thought it would be Daniel Bryan. It turned out to be Rey Mysterio. <laughs> WWE fans love Daniel Bryan so much for the first time in my entire years of watching wrestling. I heard an arena boo Rey Mysterio for just showing up. Fans hijacked the shows by chanting Daniel Bryan and yes during segments that had nothing to do with him. And guess what happened? It got so loud, they literally changed their WrestleMania plans, put him into the title picture, and he won the championship. And it became one of the greatest moments in WrestleMania history. Why? Because the fans did not shut up and take what WWE was giving them. They didn't say, oh, man, we love Daniel Bryan, but you know what? They want to give us Randy Orton versus Batista. Let's take that anyway. That doesn't sound too bad. No, but Mavs fans, they say, oh man, I mean, we had a lot of cap space for the last two years, didn't really get anybody we wanted, but hey, we really like Maxi, Dorian, Justin Jackson, DeLon Wright. We like these guys. This is okay. Cute dog sitting in a flaming house. This is fine. No, it's not fine. It's bad. Stop trying to be optimistic because you feel like you're being terrible towards the team you love because you're being negative. No, you're showing passion for the team. Right. You're showing passion because you care and you love the team. I love the Dallas Mavericks. I will always love the Dallas Mavericks. Baltimore can announce a basketball team tomorrow. I will still always love the Dallas Mavericks first. And I'm not going to sit back While they're okay with mediocrity. And I don't want y'all to be okay with mediocrity. This team is mediocre. The fact that we're even in the playoff picture right now is a testament to how great Luka Doncic is. It's not a testament to this front office. At all. If Luka wasn't on this team, we'd be competing for Cade Cunningham right now.
2: (laughs) And you know what would happen? these fans will be right up right in the thick of it Oh, tank 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 for K. yeah let's do it let's go because critical thinking is not on the table for a lot of people and that that might sound mean but that's just what it is you don't want to think critically you just want to believe in and trust the people that have the jobs because and then I, you have people come at people will come at me and be like oh you want to be this or that I don't want to be anything. I, I I just want to exist in my life and be a fan of a team. But what I see, obviously, dumb things happening over and over. And I've been a fan of this team for almost 30 years. Uh, if I see we go through 10 free agency periods and sign the riffraff, the scraps left over at the bottom of the free agency pool every year. And I can't say that there's a problem with the GM. When I hear stories about Darren Williams saying that all Donnie said was "trust me," and Mark didn't show up to the meeting, and every t- every player says, "Oh, I consider Dallas," but when they make their big decisions, I'm going to call that out. There's something wrong there. There's something going on. There's all kinds of racially charged statements from Cubans going throughout the history. The uh, "I would cross the street if I saw a black kid in a hoodie" comments I was brought back up this week. Um, the AAU culture and mi- mixtape culture comments from a couple years ago. Y- y'all think that stuff doesn't matter to players? The fact that all of our moves seem to be triggered around relationships with the agents and how we flaunt that publicly. Like I don't hear any other teams talking about their relationships with agents publicly. Mark Cuban party clubbing in the in, in with with Chandler Parsons. Unless it's Rich his Paul. Side.
0: Unless it's Rich Paul.
2: That's a whole. That's a different beast. <laughs> I doubt we have a relationship with Rich Paul. No. And there's again, all that speaks to our issues as a, as a franchise. And I'm willing to mention them. If you don't like hearing it, you don't have to follow me. I do not give a damn. I promise, I will not miss you. I love
0: doing this Mavs podcast because i love the Mavs and i love talking about the Mavs. i love doing it with bibs because bibs has the same mindset i have if bibs was really optimist bibs i would never have done this <laughs> podcast to begin with if he asked me to do one i would have blocked him i swear to god i i, I couldn't i could not do it what i love to you know this podcast uh blow up and be one of the top Mavs podcasts and a great sport Mavs sports podcast and for us to get multiple opportunities opportunities from the team out of this, of course. But will I sacrifice who I am as a person and what I truly believe in in order for that to happen? Absolutely not. Mm. And I'm pretty sure Bibb shares the same sentiments.
2: hundred percent. And I, you saw, <laughs> go ahead.
0: I I don't know what a lot of y'all are trying to do on Twitter. I don't know where trying to find the optimism and everything is coming from. I don't know if y'all had sunshine and rainbows growing up. Uh, I grew up in the hood. I walked around the corner and I see junkies.
2: You know what? Never mind. Anyway. I knew the crackheads by <laughs> name in my neighborhood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, you walked to school, path. I had it. I have a whole rap bar about. Walking to school waving high to all the dope things like
0: I was eight years old maybe, maybe younger, maybe like a year or two older. Looking out the back window in the alley. A whole bunch of people crowded around. Mm. And my mom is like, What the hell is going on? And she was like, Oh now I'm about to call the police. They was basically like, you know it was almost like a goddamn junkie meetup where they was auctioning off drugs I told, her, I told her, dang I thought they was about to fight or something with so many people like bro, I don't see the optimism in everything I see everything for what it is oh. and what I see with this Mavs team is a team that's poorly managed by a poor front office that needs changes made and guess what there's nothing wrong with that because if the Golden State Warriors had the optimism that y'all have They would have never become a dynasty.
2: That's pretty much how it goes. If you are willing to accept
0: trash, you will get trash. They would have never gotten Steve Kerr. They would have said, oh, Mark Jackson does good for us. He got us this far. Let's just see what he can do.
2: You have to be willing to make the difficult decisions to take the next step forward. Our team is way too comfortable coasting. The
0: worst risk you could take is none at all.
2: You got, yeah, real philosophical. Okay, I saw that in a tweet yesterday. I did want to address one other thing. You mentioned the potential for Optimus bids. and uh, I think it was uh, Lucador. Oh, I, I didn't,
0: I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mention potential for Optimus
2: bids I know. I mean, you mentioned earlier, like if I was Optimus, wouldn't oh, okay. do the podcast, oh,
1: okay, all
2: right, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, Lucador on Twitter put uh put together the, the the optimism chart, the neutral, chaotic, lawful, all that good stuff. Nice segue. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> we, we were about to go on for a minute. I wanted to get to this while it was fresh. So he put together the chart, and I'm, I'm going to read the names and the, the the symbolism. If you haven't seen it, a lot of people did see it. There was a lot of retweets and whatnot. But basically, he took bloggers and a lot of these people are podcasters and kind of put them in uh, from lawful to chaotic, lawful, neutral, chaotic to the right, left to right, optimist, neutral, pessimist at the bottom. So my man, Dalton Trigg um, of the Mav Step Back podcast is the lawful optimist. I I can respect that. Uh, Guy, you mentioned earlier, Nick. Van Exit on Twitter. Um, what's the pocket? Locked on Mavs. Neutral optimist. And then my man, Reddit Mavericks, uh, Hoops and Hefeweizens, chaotic optimist. Right? So most of them, there's guys that are going to try to find the good in everything.
0: Um. <clears throat> I haven't really seen that from Reddit Mavs much i don't know if i just don't
2: see it reddit mavs tries not to be negative he'll make jokes about bad things but he always wants to try to flip it to the positive he's chaotic that's what makes him chaotic about it like he'll fan the flames a little bit but he doesn't get burnt okay bye uh he enjoys being a fan but he's not gonna mire in the gloom doom and gloom um which is why i was willing to accept him as a chaotic optimist Dalton has started to kind of get away from the optimism, I think, as well. He probably will fall into neutral for me, but I accept it. So let's get to the neutral side. So then, lawful neutral, they put Brad Townsend. Um, and these are the <laughs> hey, <I laughs> when, based on the lawful, <laughs> based on the lawful, I'm looking at them as like the more journalistic integrity types, right? Right. Uh, so they put Brad Townsend as lawful neutral. I think he just has to be neutral because he's actual media. Yeah, he has to be. And um I mean he's which you is respectable. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I I appreciate him not really having a lot of input on the team. Um that's fine. Uh he did put Tyler Adams who's under a new account which he's keeping private because of some past stuff that probably happened uh as true neutral. Uh, I'll I'll leave, leave really? that one alone for now. I've um
0: Tyler Adams. Yeah, he's
2: kind of, like, there were some issues in the past, I think, where he got into some stuff with some people. I think his account maybe got locked. And so now he's just kind of underground, like, very selective, which, again, I respect it. Um, And I guess that's why you would call him true neutral, because he's made sure that he doesn't have to get into squabbles with people on either side. Um, And then he put my man, Dwight Nabisco, uh, formerly known as Swish 41, as chaotic neutral. Right. Uh, with the vibe rat going every time. So then you get to the pessimists, and you have Kirk Henderson as the lawful pessimist. Love Kirk. Which I can agree with, yeah. Lawful pessimist. you know, still good journalistic and check but willing to acknowledge the bullshit that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came in as the neutral pessimist, which halfway journalistic integrity halfway fan of the flames
0: we all know who the chaotic optimist is, I'm and then
2: <laughs> the chaotic pessimist kenny the, the home he's always gonna piss people off with his pessimism because he's willing to go just a little bit further yeah than i am because i don't i don't have time to argue with people i don't have the energy
0: i realize that i don't like arguing with people yesterday when them kids was in my mentions about <laughs> Derek Rose where I was literally cursing someone out because they were annoying me. But
2: you I've got if, it, if it's yeah. about
0: the math <laughs> can't do it.
2: I've gotten I think you fall probably in the middle of me and Kenny if I had to had to say.
0: that would be hard since you're already in the middle. You're neutral. So
2: I mean you, me? you're you're ha- but halfway between neutral and chaotic. Like you have your moments.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: But uh, the more important part of this for me is the pessimist thing because I don't think I've always been a pessimist. I think the Mavs have made me a pessimist. They have lost my trust. Um, Like I said, I've been a fan since the late 90s. And the only time I can remember questioning the front office up to 2011 was when they didn't pay Nash. I was confused. I was upset. I thought Dirk and Nash would be together forever. And I was pissed. And I questioned it. And they're, you know, I'm trying to imagine what would have been, what would Mav's Twitter have been like if that happened this year? They literally just let him go. Because they didn't want to pay him. And then he became the MVP twice. Um. I I feel like people don't register that when they talk about how great our front office has been. And when they want to give Donnie passes forever. But, you know, in those times, they made a lot of trades, a lot of big splashes. They brought in a lot of guys. We talked about this on the last panel we had they were making moves and you know, every year I was like, yes, let's, let's put some stuff around dirt. Let's make this happen. And they got me excited every year to, to be a mass fan. So then 2011 comes, I was very optimistic, you know, I, you know, I go, let's take it back. 2006. I was optimistic. You know, I was optimistic every year of that run. I was let, let's go, let's do it. And I had reason to be, we had dirt. We were winning 50 games a season. Every so year. yeah. Yeah. Like consistently, we were, we could beat anybody. Of course, I feared Tim Duncan, but I didn't question anything about the Mavs at that time. I felt like we were putting the best team on the floor. We were balling. 2006 happened. I thought we were robbed. I didn't blame the Mavs for anything that happened there. Um, I did question Avery Johnson's decision. I felt like he was a scapegoat, but at the same time, somebody had to be the scapegoat after when he was fired. So I got it. It made sense. Um, Learn later about Dirk's relationship with Avery. I was younger at the time, so I wasn't paying that much attention. But learn later, Dirk maybe had some problems with Avery. Makes even more sense. They they made that change. So then you bring in Rick to coach a veteran-laden team. Rick gets us to the promised land in 2011, win a championship. And ever since then, it's been questionable move after questionable move. They let everybody go after the title. You could say they were old or whatever. Most of those guys played a few more years. I think Tyson Chandler won defensive player of the year the next year after he left. uh, We let JJ go. Um, We we just collapsed the team. Mark went from I want to win a ring, I want to win a ring, I want to win a ring, I want to win a ring to I want a super team. I want my dream team. I, we let's go save money for LeBron. Let's go save money for Dwight Howard. Let's go save money for Darren Williams. Let's not draft Giannis Antetokounmpo because we got to save money. Trading our draft picks every year or drafting old players because you're, you're I don't know what the hell they were trying to do. I'm not going to try to make sense of it. Drafted Bernard James, 30 years old.
0: Let, let, let me let me say this. It's insane that Josh Coward is probably the best player Donnie has ever drafted.
2: Like straight up.
0: <laughs> yeah, not traded for. Drafted. Yeah, yeah. It's also insane. Who's our biggest best free agent signing of all time?
2: <sighs> Harrison Barnes.
0: Maybe Harrison Barnes. I heard Kirk say uh, Sean Marion uh Maybe Monte Ellis.
2: Monte Ellis turned into an okay signing, but that wasn't the expectation when it happened.
0: It was not. And Sean Marion was washed when we got him. If we're being quite honest, he was seen as washed. I'm was
2: about to say he was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. He just worked with Dirk.
0: <laughs> Harrison Bonds was out of desperation. Wasn't that the year we lost DeAndre Jordan?
2: There was, and it was that was luck too.
0: That was luck.
2: If KD doesn't decide to be a bitch, I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If KD doesn't make a a business decision to go get a ring and in Golden State, we're not getting Harrison Barnes because they were gonna match anything. At all, they were planning to match anything. That was the word.
0: So, if you're listening to this right now. And this is going to be released on Monday, correct?
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I'll edit it tomorrow morning. I I need to do some more work. Gotcha. gotcha.
0: If you're listening to this, and I genuinely mean this, I I don't mean it as an ass. Okay, I do. But still, I want you to tweet me, at Mind of Reese, who you think our best free agent signing. I'm not, I'm sorry, not our, Donnie Nelson's best free agent signing ever was. Because I want to know how many names come up, because there isn't any solidified name.
1: Because
0: uh-huh. he has not done shit. But I digress. We've never put an all-star around Dirk. Josh Howard made one all-star game. Jason Kidd made an all-star game, but that's because Chris Paul was injured and couldn't go.
2: I'm pretty sure, wasn't Howard an uh, injury replacement too? I'm not mistaken. I, I think, I, I think, he think was. so. I think so.
0: I think he was. Isn't that something? He's never put anyone in real All-Star around Dirk. Shocking. And he was only able to put you know what, let's not say oh, he traded for KP. KP came out and said he didn't want to be in New York. Anyone would have traded for KP. The New York Knicks were just dumb enough to take the scraps that we gave them.
2: They took the what felt like the first offer they got
0: in, in Pretty my opinion. much the first offer they got.
2: And everybody clammed them for
0: it. Love Dennis Smith Jr., but he's one of the worst basketball players I've ever seen.
2: We... Again, Luca Dirk, Dirk traded. Luca traded. Nobody could foresee what either one of them was going to be. We can give... I, I'll, I'll give Donnie credit as an international scout. He's great at discovering talent overseas Um, found Giannis for example uh we didn't get to see him in a Mavs uniform but that's on his resume I can give him credit for that but as far as being able to sit down with an NBA player and convince them that they should be a Dallas Maverick it has not occurred it just has not
0: I'm not giving him credit for even trading for Luca because let's be honest here Luka was drafted at number three by the Atlanta Hawks. The Mavs then traded our number five pick, Trey Young, for Luka. The two teams in front of the Atlanta Hawks that could have and should have drafted Luka Doncic are literally notoriously bad at drafting players. Yep. The Phoenix Suns and the Sacramento Kings. We literally only got Luka because two teams were dumb enough to not draft him. And granted, DeAndre Ayton's a great player. Marvin Bagley, Mark Bagley is a great player. In hindsight, obviously, you can say Luca should have been number one. But to be honest, even back then, you can tell Luca should have been number one.
2: And I, I mean, I, I expected it. The Suns hired his coach. It was, in my opinion, I thought it was a done deal. Like, I, I had Ayton ahead. I, I predicted Ayton would be the first pick. But when they hired Luca as... um a coach in Phoenix. I was like, oh, or Lucas coach is a uh, coach in Phoenix. I was like, oh, yeah, they're they're definitely going for him. Um, I'm trying to look at something real quick, just to kind of put things in perspective for Mass fans. Uh, when did the Suns hire James Jones? I'm not sure. Let me see here. I got to find him.
0: Sacramento, Vlade Divac literally didn't draft Luca because he
2: didn't like Luca's dad. Come on, come on, come on. And I had another thing I want Oh, I'm going to say this about the Hawks as well. The Hawks knew they wanted Trey Young. They could have just drafted him third. You still there? Yeah, I'm still there. He's still there. All right. The Hawks could have just drafted Trey Young third if they wanted. That's who they wanted. You can't hear me? They knew that's who they wanted. It was a cultural fit as well, much as it was a basketball fit. So to, they wanted Trey Young. We very obviously wanted Luka. And so they get their guy and they get an additional first-round pick to go with them. Can you hear me? So they did exactly what they wanted to do in that trade, and we got our guy as well. And we gave up a first round pick for it. That's that's fine. That's an even trade. That wasn't a fleece job. Trey Young and the Hawks are hooping. So, um, I I I, I can't give them a ton of credit for for what occurred there. Two teams passed them up. And then the other team, it would have been a team to pass him up, but instead they decided to accept an additional pick to to say we won't draft him. Essentially, like here you have him. We want give us our guy and give us your pick for next year. That's not an L on their part. Um, I feel like I'm trying to find it. Testing, testing. I'm tripping. And I'm trying to buy time because uh, (laughs) testing, testing. Reese is having some technical difficulties. Testing, testing. Trying to see here. And 2018 he was named a general, okay. So the Suns have replaced their general manager since Devin Booker was drafted. And I believe the Kings Oh, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Uh, uh, uh. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Yes, the kings have also... <laughs> I hate that I had to do this on the fly. The Kings have also replaced their general manager since they drafted De'Aaron Fox. Testing, testing, their franchise. can you hear me? And nobody sat around saying that those guys deserve their jobs because of a guy they drafted who's really good because of all the other crap that they didn't do draft-wise with other guys. So if you couldn't tell, uh, we had a small issue where I was talking and for I can't even remember why, but for some reason, I, I I think I was browsing websites and I didn't want sound to play out of the website, so I muted my computer, not realizing that I was recording on my computer because I used to record on my phone and I had headphones in where I was listening to like Reese, like I could hear Reese through the headphones. And so when I muted my computer, I could no longer hear Reese. And so I'm talking and you can hear him starting to say like, hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And it got worse after the segment that I cut off. So I cut that off. I'm going to add that at the end of the episode. I think it's like six minutes of me talking, um, me talking and not realizing why I can't hear him. And then like some bonus stuff where we realized what was happening and had some good laughs. Um, But yeah, that's at the end of the episode. There's also some, uh, there's two bonus sections, two post-credit scenes, if you will, uh, if you're an MCU fan, two post-credit scenes. So stick after the credits uh, for the post-credit scenes.
0: What happened with Dave? What are you
2: talking? Do you see it? Because I see a lot of Dane and Blazers talk on my timeline, and I'm not seeing it.
0: Just search Dane. Goddamn. Well, he's tweeting right now, so I don't.
2: I saw SJ said that he got some extra motivation. Yeah, I just saw it. There we go. 14 minutes ago, he Somebody said, one false said, move yeah. will cost you. Let the lanes across you. Don't let the game extort
1: you.
0: Oh, my God. Somebody replied to that tweet and said, True. Dame, how was your hamstring. I need you guys to win 42 games this year while I lose my house. Huge fan, even if I'm in the match of no homeless. <laughs> yeah. And Dame quote tweeted it and said, say less.
2: Hold on. Let me go check. Oh. Um, Let me go check the standards real quick. Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. They're at 32 and 24. So they would have to go 42 and 30, right? That's 10 and 6 over the next. We would have to go 12 uh, and 4. We're not not
0: beating them Daniel. Let's just forget about that 6 seat now.
2: (laughs) Dave will save this a house with me. Post his tweet and, uh at the end of the season. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's some Dave Lillard stuff though. That that's what that's what, that would be some stuff. And if he doesn't do it, somebody's gonna like remember the tweet and uh, bring it out. You know, if they finish six, they're probably gonna play the Clippers, right?
0: Yep. No matter who we play in the first round, we lose to them. So.
2: I ain't saying us. I'm talking about the Blazers. Because I care about basketball as a whole. So right now, it's fuck the Mavericks. Uh, Clippers, Blazers. Dave Dollar versus Playoff Pete. The sequel? The Clippers are gonna wash them niggas. Man, look. I I said it here. I said it, it. You're hearing it live. These next six games, whatever. It's those last Hold up. I might have did my math wrong. Let me look at it. The last 10 games are where I'm going to decide what's going on with the Blazers. Yes. Next six games, I don't care. Whatever. Whatever happens is what happens. Those last 10, 10-0 Blazers. I'm, just kidding. I'm not going to go that far. But those last 10 are going to be how I decide if they're primed to upset what looks like is going to be the Clippers or not. I'm not making any judgments on that team until the last ten games. That's where I'm making my full judgments on the Blazers.
0: I'm almost positive this is going on the episode, isn't it? I think so. I think
2: so. I'm willing to to put that out there. I'm 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 not. And people will probably say that's hypocritical with the Mavs. I gave the Mavs until they got there the healthy. I gave them past when they got healthy, and I know what they are now. I see what they are. Not that that's not dramatically changing with the Blazers. They actually went and acquired talent, uh, and Norman Powell. Plus they got their they got McCollum and Nurkic back. And they have some things to kind of work through um to figure out who they are and how they wanna play. So again, I'm giving them these next six games to experiment, but those last ten are where I'm gonna decide who they are as a team.
0: Well, we need something on the episode to make up for that blunder of a speech you had, but uh
2: Oh man, that was fun.
0: Yeah, so um that's kind of it for the week. I don't really I don't want to talk about Yeah. So uh gonna take a quick ad break and then I'll be back with of course the unsung hero of the week and bibs with his I forgot we had to do that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we still got more to go. <laughs> Bibbs with his weekly forecast and miles to go before I sleep. <laughs> If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well. So you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast, not only to the Spotify platform, every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. Now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. And we are back. So, um, I'm just going to get this out quick because, like I said, I don't want to talk about these guys no more. So, um, At first, I truly was not going to do an Unsung Hero of the Week because I truly believe no one deserved it. Okay. As I remembered, and as I paid attention, and as I thought, there's literally only one person who truly deserves Mav's Unsung Hero of the Week. And I never wanted to give this award to this player because that's not what it was for. But by God, he deserves it. It's going to Luka Doncic this week. I can hear you clapping in the distance.
2: No, that was cheap. Now it's <laughs> Uh,
0: It's going to Luka Doncic. I mean, Jesus Christ. The weight on this dude's shoulders from carrying this trash team. If it were not for him, we'd be 0 5 for the week. Shout out to Luka Doncic. I don't have to explain. Why Luka Doncic is Unsung Mavs, is Mavs Unsung Hero of the Week. And I shouldn't even have to run down his box scores. We know what Luka does. We understand why he has, why I'm giving him this award. Yeah. What else can I say? I truly, the award was for Unsung Heroes. There's nothing more sung about the Mavs than Luka Doncic. But. After the showing he's given us in the last week, the only person who's consistently showed up every game, he deserves it. So uh gonna kick it to Bibbs for the weekly forecast, and
2: then we can get the hell out of here. Bibbs. <sighs> you getting a blackie weather forecast this week. Oh uh, no, I was kidding. <laughs>
0: We was about to get the uh, the dude for family guy. It's gonna rain, we're gonna
2: lose. Oh, and three. (laughs) Oh man, all right. Thank you for that send off, Reese. Uh, definitely word to Luca. Uh, sorry that you were dealing with this crappy franchise. Uh, but let's look ahead. Uh, we got the Pistons, first of all. I know that most people have already penciled that one in as a win. And I would say, hope you got your whiteout ready because uh, this team is definitely capable of losing to the Pistons. Uh, They took down the powerhouse thunder last week. Uh, You know, that team that beat us not long ago. Uh, So you probably should be a little bit worried about them. They have guys that play hard. They have a guy like Justin Jackson, Justin or Josh, Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson has the length to kind of bother Luca. They have Isaiah Stewart inside. Who's a busy body. Uh, Plumlee is another guy who's a busy body. Uh, if they, if a team has players that can score at the rim, some long athletic defenders and they have a little bit of heart, they can beat the Mavericks. So Pistons would not surprise me if they beat the Mavericks. And that's just where we are as a franchise. So then we move forward in the week, uh, to back to back. So we'll probably have KP resting against the Pistons. If I had to predict. And uh, then we'll play the Lakers. And the Lakers may be getting AD back, which they don't necessarily need them. As uh, Reese said earlier in the episode, they probably could beat us with just Drummond. And uh, what's the the dude's name? I don't even know his name. Uh, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder, that guy. Yeah, Kuzma probably would give us buckets, but they will get AD back. So they'll probably destroy us thoroughly. Uh, Then we get a day off before they destroy us again. And, uh, best case scenario, we're going looking at a one in two week. Worst case scenario, the house is burning down. Back to you, race. <sighs>
0: Let's not forget they have Sadiq Bey, who I really wish would have been a Maverick, but it's neither here nor there because he wouldn't have got playing time. Um, yeah, so that's it for this episode of the Mavs Outside of
2: Hold, up, on,
1: hold on, hold up, hold up, hold up.
2: I know we talked way too long, but there was a specific request from an individual for us to add a little segment at the end to talk about what we've been watching or what we're planning to watch this week. Let's let's just make it real quick. I got Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale on Friday.
0: Um, Yes, of course. Uh, That show is on fire right now. I love what Marvel and Disney is doing with it. They're not shying away from issues that, uh, you know. Telling the ugly
2: history. Facts. Um, I guess fictional, but it's got real ties.
0: Something I'm watching right now that's also on Disney Plus is uh the Mighty Ducks Game Changers series.
2: Is that already out?
0: Yeah, it's been out. It's four episodes in right now. Okay. Yeah, it's um I'm a huge fan of the Mighty Ducks. Uh, one of my favorite franchises. Going up, growing up. Um, I'm still a fan of the Ducks hockey team till this day, simply because I was a Mighty Ducks
2: fan. <laughs> a um, lot of people say that, apparently.
0: Um, it's a really good... It's it's For Mighty Ducks fans, if you were a fan of the movies, it's a really good show. And um, the only person who's in it from the original movies is Gordon Bombay, Emilio Estevez, who eerily looks like Martin Shane. It's ridiculous. Uh, but him playing get off my lawn gordon bombay is the best thing ever and it's like uh you know throughout the series you slowly see him opening up uh he's not coaching the ducks the ducks are basically the evil team now which is kind of interesting yeah um a show i plan on watching i've heard good things about uh, i think it's on amazon it's called invincible it's yeah superhero show <clears throat> right I've heard really good things about it. I'm definitely gonna start watching that. But uh also Mortal Kombat comes out this week. So Yes, sir. Definitely gonna be saying
2: that. Uh in the snowfall finale. I have never watched Snowfall. Why did I think you were watching it? Like you and your co-hosts or whatever. Had your no, co-host had you like watching.
0: That they're, they're getting me to watch it. I, I plan on watching it so I can do reviews and
2: stuff with them. But uh I haven't gotten around to it yet. That's wild. I do have one more thing I got to bring up. There, uh, Netflix on Thursday is releasing a movie called Stowaway with Anna Kendrick and my girl. This is my real choice for uh, the, but celeb- the the my celebrity, my secret celebrity crush. That most people would be like, huh? It's Tony Colette. Uh, have you Tony seen her? Collette
0: hereditary i've seen tony collette i saw tony collette and knobs out and yeah she wasn't attractive she got yams yams, well yams. yams go you know what she got yam jams or white lady yeah nah she difference? got yams yams
2: okay i'm about to google it right um <clears throat> i'm trying to think where would you <laughs> i'm not going to be a heathen to tell you how to find you
0: i can google it <laughs>
2: It's something about her, though. It's it's something about her for me. I I I think it's how she talks, maybe, how she how she carries us. I, I don't know. It's,
0: she looks like in this picture I'm looking at. She looks like Uma Thurman if Uma Thurman used to be a man.
2: <laughs> Look, man, I I could care less. I, I'm not looking at her face at all. Oh, you want it them.
1: <laughs>
0: what does that mean? <laughs>
2: I know exactly (laughs) what that means. I ain't saying. I mean, I I don't be out here in the streets in public anyway. If it's on the low, she fits all the qualifications, and she can act. Yo, bro, I don't see no yams, yo. I'm trying to think. What was I watching? It's some like uh series where she's a cop on Netflix. I think he got nominated for awards recently. <clears throat> well, I'ma just
0: stop looking at her pictures because it's not really good. Anyway, um how do you feel about I'm not gonna watch it. I don't plan on watching it. I have no interest in watching it. them I'm not I'm watching that shit. Same. Glad we can get that off the way. I, saw, I saw enough. I've heard about it enough. All I I needed to see was the trailer to know I wasn't going to watch it, but once I heard about things that happened in the series, I know for a fact I'm never turning that on.
2: Oh, the series I'm talking about is called Unbelievable. Um, She was rocking them jeans. Um, Unbelievable. But like some girl gets raped basically and people don't believe her. They think she's making it up. Unbelievable. But but Then they realize (laughs) it's a serial rapist. Oh. Like because her story was so crazy, they thought she was making it up but then there's like, apparently this dude was law enforcement, it's based on a true story. The dude was law enforcement. And back then counties did not communicate about what was happening in their counties. So he would just commit rapes in different counties and everybody would look at it as a one-off. And his MO was so weird that people thought that the girls were making shit up. But then eventually a couple people from a couple counties actually run into each other randomly and they're like, well, hold on, this sounds like a story that we dismissed a month ago. And that's how it kind of comes together. But again, good good movie. I mean, good show was uh, like a eight part series, maybe six or eight. <clears throat> and uh, she was good in that. She's good in everything. She's a great actress. She's not the cutest to look at, but uh, that's that's my my undercover boo.
0: Yeah, that's an understatement. Um, so <laughs> I can't remember exactly who it was. That requested this, but I remember seeing a tweet. I think it was Tall Traveler. Was okay. it? Okay. I was asking you.
2: What, what? What did he say? That
0: requested us to do this.
2: No, nah, it was somebody else. It actually. was somebody else. Okay. It was somebody remember. else.
0: Okay. Sorry oh, for man. calling you Tall yeah. Traveler. It was somebody else. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. I can't best. remember. I feel like I see the profile picture, but I just can't remember.
2: Yeah, I can see it too. Yeah. But uh, I'll shout be, out he'll, to you. he'll probably mention it. Shout out
0: to you. <laughs> Definitely appreciate the recommendation. Uh, it makes sense since we both talk about stuff like this on our separate uh, shows. So, it's a long-ass episode. I can't believe I said it was going to be a short one. I can believe you said it was going to be short. You said every single one's <laughs> going to be short except the first one. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah,
0: that's that's it for real this time. I'm surprised we're even still recording this I feels like a this. regular conversation uh, <laughs> i don't even know how we transitioned back into closing out a mavs podcast after talking about tony collette's ugly ass
2: uh man look it's just something about it I, I can't explain it. i everything. can't
1: explain it oh so it's
0: I'm about to pass out. I'm lightheaded. Oh my God. I can't see. Oh man. Hold on. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my God. You know what? I can't even call her a butter face because there's nothing else about her. You can't even say, but her face, nah, just her face. Anyway, uh, we closing just, out, y'all. I'm just
2: trying to have a Malcolm and Marie moment with her, you know what I'm saying? I didn't watch that shit. You didn't watch it at all? No. All right, I'm not going to explain it. We've been on here way too long. I'm getting I, l- I listened
0: to y'all review. That's all I needed.
2: I'm clearly delirious at this point. Yeah. Uh, no okay. No Eddie Murphy?
0: <sighs> I knew that was coming. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, so speaking of Eddie Murphy... Uh, what? I was on Bibs' podcast, the Have You Seen podcast, where we review Coming to America too. So please check out his Have You Seen podcast, where he reviews movies. Check out his Bids Corner podcast, where I'm pretty <coughs> sure he's going to be doing post game recaps again soon, right? I why would so. I?
2: Why would I dedicate yeah, talking, time? To,
0: yeah, why would you? Do, don't, don't, don't to talking about these games? Don't even. know. I do. I, that shit. I do
2: need to do something over there, but it won't be that.
0: Yeah, you do need to do something over there. It's the sports podcast, so maybe you should just recap the the weekend basketball.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna talk about NBA and stuff like that. I think nah, I had some plans that fell apart, and that I just haven't recovered yeah. since then.
0: Yeah, talk about teams like give a shit about winning. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I have my mind of a Reese podcast, which from this point on, okay, no, this point on is gonna be a lie. Um, <laughs> it will be out. Every Monday from this point. Okay, from the next point moving forward. Next Monday. Out, yeah. Starting next Monday. It will be releasing every single Monday. So you can look forward to it then. Um
2: what's you, going YouTube, on to YouTube?
0: Yeah. YouTube? Yeah. Uh I'm actually gonna be recording tomorrow and Tuesday. I'm gonna try to record about four, five, six videos that I just released throughout the week. Uh most are gonna be reviews. Uh, of Mighty Ducks Game Changers um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, I'm going to make a video On Mark Cuban I'm going to make a video on the Dallas Mavericks um, I'm going to make a video On Kyrie Irving which we didn't get to And no we're not doing it because we've talked too much Right now <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Yeah so Definitely look out for those They will be on my Twitter You can find me at Mind of Reese on Twitter And at Mind of Reese on Instagram I think I covered everything
2: Awesome. Thanks for shouting out my podcast. I don't do shit all. Well, I'm trying to get you to do shit on <laughs> it. I
1: appreciate fuck is that. What?
0: It's not like somebody was flushing a toilet. You know what? Let's go. Uh, <laughs> it must have been the math season going down the drain. Alright, yeah. so uh, yeah, signing off for Reese and Bibbs. We're gonna catch y'all next week. Please don't kill yourself. Peace. Peace. <laughs>
2: Sound good, except there's like some eerie music playing behind you or some shit. You good? Eerie music. Yeah, sound like somebody about to like come up behind you or something. Like, (laughs) like, what is that? (laughs) You still hear it? There's like a whistle and like a humming. It's like a distant whistle, and like a like a like the dramatic building music that, like, you start to hear when somebody's walking oh, through a quiet room. I think,
0: I think that's the vacuum in the background.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, Yo, what is
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on the, I I was on the to dust. Hold up,
1: hold up. Oh man, I was waiting for the, <laughs> the
2: b- something like that. I didn't know what was happening. Oh man, oh man, that was you great. S- you still hear it? Yeah, I hear like a little whistle, but but know? now that I know what it is, it's not as <laughs> uh, jarring. It's kind of crazy
0: mean. that the, that is picking up that far away. I guess I don't know. Uh,
2: Your mic might, might might just be good. It sounds like it's getting closer though. It is. Is actually, it getting okay? It is. <laughs> just making sure. Just making sure. I didn't know if you like tried to do something to make it better. Let's no, it's here. actually getting closer. It's gone right, right now. it's gone now. Yeah, has right.
0: it off. All right. Uh, oh, man. So I'm going to go... Um, get these tears on my eye. I'm going to go five... <laughs> I'm going to go five, four, three, two, one, and one, one. Well, actually, I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going to just say go and play the clip whenever you're ready. Okay. Uh, you
2: already recording, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah we've been it, recording. So that's going to be a nice little clip there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shit. uh, Which one is it? Uh, King's forecast. Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. Let me know if you can hear it. Still can't hear me. Shit. Drafting one player that worked out. Testing. Testing. Drafting two players that worked out in 30 years should not make Donnie Nelson immune to scrutiny.
0: Testing. Testing.
2: So, I don't think it's unreasonable to criticize the Mass front office. I don't think it's unreasonable to criticize Mark Cuban. I don't think it's unreasonable to criticize Rick Carlisle because he has his faults as well. I'm on record as saying I think Rick Carlisle is a good coach. I do not think he is a coach for a young developing team. I feel like his job security is what it is because – they gave him crap for 10 years and he accepted it and now that the team is getting better they i guess want to reward him by allowing him to remain with the the more improved team that's, but that's um it. i don't know i i, I feel that's like we just disgusting. kind of been rambling for a while uh the, my main point with all of this is that if you want to be a fan that doesn't criticize the team ever, and you just accept whatever they give you, that's your right. But then I don't want to have any. I, we have nothing to talk about. Don't don't engage me because that's not who I am. I am a passionate fan who wants to be able to watch my team and enjoy them. But when I see them continually do stupid things. I'm gonna feel that and I'm gonna to react to it. If my best friend is continuing to date thoughts that are notoriously thoughts, I'm gonna to react to that and tell him, just leave these thoughts alone, please. I can't Can just pretend to hear me? dory because I wanna be his friend. What the fuck is going on? That's not what on? a friend is, in my opinion. That's not what a fan should be. A fan should be able to look critically at the team and scrutinize it. Uh, Let me see if I can get Reese back here. I don't know what the hell is going on. Can you hear me? I don't think it says he's out. Can you hear me?
1: Hello. What the hell is going on? Yeah,
2: it's going to be a hell of an edit job, boy. (laughs) Oh shit. Hello. I'm a fucking idiot. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I can hear you. What? Did you mute me? (laughs) I, so I muted my computer. I forgot that I had headphones on. I don't know what that's gonna sound like. <laughs> Wait, I was speaking that entire time while
1: you were talking. <laughs>
0: oh my god, <laughs> bibs!
1: You that's probably unsalvageable.
0: This entire time that's that you were giving your speech and talking, I was talking. <laughs> I was saying <laughs> the shit. I was. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was over here testing. Oh. I was. I was over here speaking into the microphone saying, hello, hello, testing, testing, while oh, you were talking. Man. Oh, man. Yeah, that's not gonna be sound. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I was switching mics and everything. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, my God. Damn, I don't know how... I don't remember when it happened. Like, I have no idea at what point you and went you
0: were, you were, th- th- What you were saying was perfect.
2: And now... What are you gonna do? I don't even remember what how, fucking, it, it's done. Um, was <sighs> <well, laughs> do you know when it happened? Like when we not when, I, when no. I stopped being able to hear you. I don't. Oh, that's that's fun. That's fantastic. This is gonna be a nice outtake too.
0: Also, someone just said Christos Porzingis is nothing more than a seven foot three Landry Fields.
2: We we doing Landry Field references? That's where we at. Just saying.
1: That's
2: fine. God bless. God bless this team. Somebody just pointed out the clip of uh, Mo was saying that Porzingis was soft as hell.
0: It's not really looking like a lie. <clears throat> right, well, I feel up? sorry for the boy. Let's come back and close this
2: out. Lord have mercy. How long have we been talking? A while. <laughs> I, I can't to wait to least. hear. I can't wait to hear that section.
0: I cannot wait. I. Oh my god. Oh my god. That probably sounds terrible. Like I was talking into the mic like loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: man, no comment. We'll we'll see. Let me see something. Oh, somebody just reshared that that chart that I was talking about.
0: Lord, Lord, Lord.
2: Wait, did it happen while I was talking about uh, my history with the team? I believe so. Hopefully, we got at least the first part of it.
0: The McNugget Buddies are back, but this time they got a fresh look as part of the new current Frost Box at McDonald's. We're talking all new buddies, dressed head to toe in the freshest fits all designed by the artist Curwin Frost. So when you order the Curran Frost box with your choice of 10-piece McNuggets or a Big Mac, you'll get one of the flyest McNugget buddies to go with it. Think you can collect them all? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: I'm loving it. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, while supplies last.